Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Taylor Radio with your man, Taylor. I made a podcast that I had banked yesterday, I had at least started it, and it was about the um, part of Twitter that has to do with making money and more specifically the kind of drop shipping part of Twitter and the make the kind of self-motivated entrepreneurial part of Twitter. It's I don't want to say entrepreneurial part, but the the motivational bullshit part of Twitter. So for anyone who's uninitiated, real quick, Twitter is just a huge platform. Um, it's a gigantic communication platform, but depending on who you follow, you can create – there's like little bubbles. There's the bubbles depend on you know what people are making. So there's like sports Twitter where people talk a lot about – different sports like maybe there's probably NBA you know you could have your entire feed just be like NBA stuff and you would see similar influencers all be like um you know retweeted and talked about and uh tweeted about that would be like the NBA Twitter people there's a uh there's the famous part of Twitter called Black Twitter which i guess probably has lots of black people follow other prominent um, you know, black Twitter people or whoever's on there. And the same is true for politics, conservatives, liberals, and for businesses. I wandered into a part of Twitter which was very motivational and male-oriented. And I got to be honest, some of the stuff in there I really appreciate. Some of it I like. There is some good information about, you know, or, or just motivational stuff that, you know, you scroll through, you see some political bullshit, and then you see some motivational stuff, and it's like, hey, you know, basically get your act together, stay disciplined, work hard, that kind of positive messaging. And that kind of positive messaging, I noticed um, it ap appealed to me, obviously. So I followed a couple guys. There's another there's a couple guys on there that I noticed were talking about drop shipping and were like really aggressive with their um their language like just aggressive on like you know hey you know I can't bring up an example off the top of my head but shit basically like go out and make your sales or like you need to be making you know this much money a month or I took my business from this to this in a year just like really aggressive in your face like I'm doing well there's no reason you can't do well either except that you're a pussy is kind of the idea and so I was kind of, I was following some of those guys over the last few weeks, I just started getting kind of um, worn out because I realized a lot of it's bullshit, right? Like a lot of these guys are selling uh, optimism and motivation, but they don't have anything behind it, right? There's no muscle behind the hustle, man. There's no, um, you know, proven business acumen. There's no proven work experience. There's no proven credentials. And I don't mean certified credentials. I just mean work. There's no muscle there. I don't see it. I see a lot of talk, but I don't see a lot of action. There's a guy on Twitter that has been promoting dropshipping. And at first I didn't catch on, right? Um, he talks about how in one year he's making seven figures and how a lot of it came in the second part of the year. 
And I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. And I just kind of moved on. I see his stuff every once in a while, but never really paid attention. Then about a week ago, I I was uh, running through his stuff again because he's been – he's really branding himself. He's branding himself really well as a entrepreneur self – you know, as like a guru of business. The guy's like 21 years old, but he's like, hey, I make, I'm making a million dollars in a year. You know, I'm fucking awesome. Get on my emailing list. I'll send you tips. But I noticed that he was doing two things on Twitter which started making me suspicious. One, he's talking about how much money he's made and that he's made all this fucking money in such a short period of time, right? Two, he's simultaneously selling courses, like $27 courses, on I think it's either copyright, copywriting or uh, marketing type of um, writing and stuff like that. So I started going, hmm, I don't like this here, right? There's something about this I don't like. Like there's something that smells fishy, right? You say that you are so successful selling products that if somebody wants to learn how you do it, all they got to do is pay $27 for a course. And it seemed to me that the real hustle is selling the courses, Right, that maybe because people were asking him about his store, his online store, how he's drop shipping, but he wouldn't tell anybody his products that he was selling. And so because he wasn't telling people the products he was selling, I was thinking, hmm, because I couldn't find him. I wanted to see what he was selling. Couldn't find what he was selling, and he never mentioned it. And I thought, hmm, that's strange. Maybe he's hiding something, right? But, of course, it could just be he doesn't want somebody copying his exact strategy, which kind of gives you a clue as to how easy it is to copy. Regardless, he's talking about selling these things, so I'm thinking, okay, so he has no proof that he's actually sold anything, but he's branding himself as a young, almost millionaire, at least in terms of revenue, who, who's like basically got this business genius – so if you want his genius, you need to pay for his course. So it seemed to me that the store was basically a hustle to get people to buy his courses. And I started thinking, oh yeah, if he made a million dollars, so the drop shipping doesn't mean he's doing the traditional or if he's drop shipping and he's selling a million dollars worth of goods, right? Then he's going to need, assuming he's making 25, 30% margin. Say he's making a 50% profit margin. Okay, if he's making a 50% profit margin, then he's going to be needing to spend like a, a, at least a couple hundred thousand dollars on inventory if he was buying and reselling, right? If he was doing that kind of, of uh, online business, right? So I thought, oh, that's fishy. There's no way this guy claims to be going from pizza delivery to e-commerce and buying like three, four hundred thousand dollars worth of product and buying it and reselling it. Um, you know, like he had, unless somebody gave him all that money and then I thought, oh, wait a minute. The other way he could be doing this is that he could just be setting up an online store and having people ship it directly from China or wherever it is he's getting the products from to the customers all over the world or in America. Now, what's funny is that I literally made a 10-minute podcast about this yesterday that I was going to release today, but I wanted to revise it a little bit. 
Then this morning, as I'm going through my Twitter, people are starting to go after this guy because apparently some stuff broke out where people are finding on his business Instagram page, which he kept hidden, which now is on people can find, is on his business page, people are asking where their product is, that they ordered their products. On the Facebook pages, there's um, examples of people that are that you know paid for products and never got anything, and never came in. People were sending in pictures of the shittiness and, and low quality of the product. What's funny about that is I had literally been talking about that exact thing before today. I was going to post that exact thing. Is that if you're going to do e-commerce, if you're going to do e-commerce, and you are relying on the buyer to and you're relying on the dis, the distributor in China or the manufacturer in China to ship your goods over to the customer then you are you are out of your fucking mind now you might have some success with this right because i actually think you know i mean the guy i i don't totally disbelieve the guy that he was doing what he said i just think he was overplaying his success by Maybe like a hundred times, right? So what he was probably doing was he set up his e-commerce shop and he was – basically he was doing – you know, he was engaging in arbitrage. He was getting – buying something low except he wasn't even buying it. He was just you know skimming right off the top. He wasn't even buying and reselling. He was simply uh, having people order through his website probably taking a portion of it and then sending the rest over to uh, the manufacturer or distributor who is then sending it over to um, you know, the customer. And after going through all of that shit, you're going to have problems. I knew a guy personally who had an e-commerce store where he actually bought the product. This is where I got my idea for um, really helped me finish or get started on my latest import project. I talked to a friend of mine who's from Britain but lives in Asia, and he had been doing e-commerce stuff, selling um, hard drives. I asked him, I said, do you have the manufacturer ship it over or do you do it yourself? And he said, oh, definitely me. He was like, dude, you'll have so many problems dealing with these manufacturers and distributors you know, like they won't send shit out. They'll send shit out in bad quality. And I thought, oh, that's a great point. So this is exactly what's going on with this motherfucker. Now, I want this to be a warning to everybody out there. If you are um, – I mean, you know, I don't know how much of a warning it can be except that there's a lot of scam artists, right? Somebody who is selling you an informational course, you know – there's a lot of shit going on on Twitter where there's a lot of like self-help gurus, probably on Instagram as well, and I didn't see it up close until now, that are full of shit, right? Don't trust anybody that doesn't have some kind of track record um, that you can see, that you can look at, right? Or, you know, whether it be predictions, whether it be money that you can see, whether it be a physical business you can see, or they're providing free content, right? If somebody's providing free content on what they do, you know, they're just saying, hey, look, this is how I do it. This is how I'm successful. Here it is. It seems to me if you follow that method 
uh, or people can see your work, they can find your work, you're making successful predictions, or they can see your business currently being successful, that seems to be the best way to uh, gauge people in this current age of uh, bullshit that's going on online. So just a quick warning there. The other thing is if you want to have an e-commerce store, I am not an expert. I have successfully sold things online and been doing stuff in multiple areas, but I have not had wild success in this area. It is something that I am working on. It's more of a side deal. And I'm constantly thinking about if I need, you know, how to change things up. But I can tell you what I have learned and what has worked for me thus far, okay, is that when you find your product, whatever method you use to find your product that you want to sell, make sure that you get the physical, first off, you get some fucking samples, right? Get some samples of the things you want to sell. And before, oh, sorry, let me back up. If you want to sell something, identify the product. After you identify the product that you want to sell, find at least three manufacturers or distributors that you can get the product from and figure out which one's going to give you the best price. Okay. After getting the best price, get some samples in hand. I would say, from my experience, get as many samples as you can that you can afford that's reasonable. I know that's a lot of qualifiers, but for example... I imported some fitness bands. I imported 20 of them, 20 sets of them, which is um, five bands per set, right? But each set is like a complete set. So I imported 20 sets and sold them all. And I said, okay, this is a product I want to continue with. The quality was good. They sold well. Said, this is what I want to do. Since then, I've had two full shipments, well, shipments of 100 each, okay? Um... So that I've also tried other products and there have been – I have not pursued certain products because of samples all right, or because of pricing or because once you go through it, you know, once you order a sample, you pay the money, you get it shipped, you feel the process. It helps you decide if you want to commit. So if that's what you want to do, don't bullshit people and set up an e-commerce store and have it sent from China because you don't know what the people are going to get. You don't know the quality of the product. You don't know how fast it's going to be shipped. If you have the inventory on hand, it is more costly. You're going to have to look out and see if you need to pay import duties. Okay, You need to make sure you can actually import it. You need to make sure you're not reselling anything uh, illegally, you know, that's uh, patented or trademarked by somebody. So you need to do your due diligence. You need to take your time. If you want to import, I recommend getting comfortable waiting. Okay, this isn't something that you're just going to do one thing and explode overnight. This is something that's going to take time. You need to look at your samples. Also, patience gives you leverage. If you don't give a fuck about doing something right away, right? Like you you want to do it fast, obviously. But if you have patience and you say, look, if I get shitty products, I'm not ordering from you. Or if you say, I'm not ordering this amount until I have this much money in the bank, so you're going to have to chill. You, if you have patience, you have leverage to be successful in importing because you're not going to blow your fucking load on something that sells good one time and then... 
you know, um, you've got excess inventory, right? Or like this guy on Twitter uh, probably sold, you know, probably made some money. He probably made a lot of money on his e-commerce thing, right? But now his brand is being destroyed and he's being called out as a fraud because he's had so many problems with low quality people not getting their deliveries. So that is my uh, rant for today. That is my rant for today. And um, I'm going to have the sponsors. I'm going to read from the uh, sponsors. And then I'll continue with a little piece of news. Okay, everybody. So, once again, nothing notable in T News, in Taylor News today. Nothing big is going on. Remember, nothing really big is going on. We haven't declared war with China. We haven't declared war with Russia. Nothing major has happened in Syria. Um, to my knowledge, I've heard things about Twitter that they are thinking, you know, some people have been experiencing problems with the like buttons. So watch out for that. Uh, but what I would advise is things that are happening, store in your store, but don't focus, right? Store, but don't focus. So for example... Watch out for Twitter censorship stuff, right? Something's happening there. Nothing notable has happened yet, but it's worth keeping an eye on. Another area worth keeping an eye on is, in my opinion, there is uh, politically talking about Congress. There is a congresswoman, Ilian or Ilan, Ilian Omar. Um, nothing has happened yet, but it looks like she has some... Um, a checkered past, uh, and it looks as though she may or may not get booted out of Congress. Anyway, follow her to see what's going on there. Some interesting things popping up. So in my opinion, the two uh, most interesting domestic issues are – well, uh, one would be Twitter censorship uh, or internet censorship in general and what's going on with Twitter right now. So like I said, nothing major has happened, but – so there's rumblings. Also, some things going on in Congress, which may or may not be covered. Uh, the Congresswoman Ilian Omar from Minnesota, I think. So that's all I got for today, guys, and have a fucking great day.